Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's the second time it's gone off. They never go home, they never go home, they never go home, those, those, those boys. The second captain's world service. It is not war and death and famine, it's not that at all. It's the opposite of that, it's to persuade the world outside of that. That's why sport's important. Well, the last time we spoke to our Monday-only listeners was from outside Ghostbusters mm-hmm. HQ in Tribeca, Manhattan. We're now back in Dublin, but still feeling the warm after effects of a glorious few days in New York City, celebrating 10 years of second captains. Hey, Murph, it has taken us 24 hours to settle back in, but I mm. think we're there now. With the pissing rain from yesterday being replaced by a beautiful, cold... Icy frost yeah. on the ground. I'm just, I don't know why that makes me feel better, even though it's a lot more limiting in terms of, you know, where you can go and getting around and stuff. I had no intention sky of leaving the house yesterday anyway, so the rain didn't really affect me in, th- in that sense. As long as I could look out at the blue sky, <laughs> then that would have been fine yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so warm after effects, yeah. I'm not so sure, but after effects, certainly, and warmth, probably not much <laughs> today either on, but yes, an exceptional couple of days in New York City without a doubt there's an there inner is. warmth Murph an inner warmth because what a night we had at the Brass Monkey in New York on Tuesday hanging out with the intimidatingly successful Irish expat community oh you're a physicist oh you're how high up in the UN there was a lot of, there lot was. of that kind of talk our guest of honour was uh, a favourite of World Service members Caitlin Thompson it's a bit like meeting US Murph for the first time seven or eight years ago which is so much fun to finally see Caitlin face to face after so many Zoom calls in the last five years and she did not disappoint to say the least. So long before Caitlin created the iconic Racket magazine, she was a political writer covering US elections for Time magazine, The Washington Post, New York Times, these kind of publications. Why did she give all that up to move into sports publishing, you might ask? I feel this anecdote should help clear things up a little. Also, you have to remember, like, I'm a, I was born in 1980. I'm a child of, like, you know, Bill Clinton's 90s. Like, the wall came down and the ozone layer is healing itself. And, like, look at what we're doing. And, like, women, we can be people too. You know, like, it was just like this, like, sort of unbridled optimism, like the economy and everything. Like, everyone was sort of like, anything is possible. And this is before. You know, certainly like 9-11 and the tech, you know, economy crashed multiple times and all this stuff. So, you know, I had this sort of unbridled optimism, like, oh, this will be such a meaty way to engage with the world and tell stories. And you know who I sat next to? I'm not sure if anybody in this room is going to know who this is. But when I was at The Washington Post becoming a political journalism journalist and working on my first um, and second political sort of presidential campaigns, I sat next to a guy called Chris Saluza. Do you guys know who that is? He's the worst. He, like, invented, like, 
TV cable news punditry. And this guy, smart guy, but this guy came into the office every day, had not called any sources, had not done any like research or FOIA requests, you know, freedom of information requests, like hadn't done any like meaty reporting that would be like, this today is how I'm going to make a difference and, you know, participate in the crucible of journalism. And he'd be like, I'm going to look at some polls, then I'm going to get my makeup done and talk on TV for six hours. And everyone was like, this guy's a star. (laughs) And I was like, but what about this lady who just won a Pulitzer and got the Veterans Hospital to commit to major reform? and take care of our veterans. What about her? And never they were like, who? You know? So it sort of was a really interesting values demonstration in what that world was. It didn't exactly throw me off the, the scent for another sort of two presidential campaign cycles, but finally I did um, hang up my hat after 2012. I was did, like, I'm out. Didn't you spend time, well, before 2016, which was probably, yeah. probably saved your soul Ooh. there a little bit, yeah, but for sure. didn't you spend time on the, what was it called? The Straight Talk Express, yeah. John yeah. McCain's bus. Yeah. Famously recounted in David Foster Wallace's piece for Rolling Stone, he was sort of you know known at the time. He ran two presidential campaigns in a row, came pretty close, won the nomination, obviously against, uh, ended up losing against Barack Obama in 2008, which is when I was on the Straight Talk Express. Covering a presidential election, for anybody who wants to know, is basically you're on sort of like in the caravan of broken dreams with all these like political consultants and everyone's drinking too much and it's like a lot of like sort of addled um, you know like dudes it's a real dude energy and if you get food during the day it's like a scrap of a donut that's been sitting out in the back of the bus in a box and you are charged by the campaign to like feed and house you while you're traveling to all these different campaign stops to cover them. So remember my like week and a half on tour with the Straight Talk Express covering John McCain's part of the campaign, Time Magazine paid like $50,000 for the privilege of that for reasons I don't understand. Like they didn't even cover the cigarettes I was chain smoking or like, you know, my bar bill, but the donuts I was eating and the access I had to the candidate to hearing him say all sorts of awful shit um, was... Oh, hang on, go on. Yeah, so he famously called his wife a cunt during... Can we, Can I say that on this podcast? I believe it just happened, so right. yeah. yeah. In that case... I'm going to need another beer um, before we continue. Uh, what, was, what was the context, what was the context well, of that? I mean, I'm, I'm, not gonna forgive, I'm not looking to forgive the man. I'm just wondering <laughs> how that came up. I'm not sure that merits a follow-up question, but I admire that you, that you, just, I admire that you just asked one. Um, well, he was sort of caught on tape calling her one. Uh, he called her, I don't want to say it again, but he called her a trollop, which... Uh, a trollop? Yeah, he was like, wow. you look like a trollop, you cunt. She, he, he was really oh, mean yeah. to her. And everyone was like, this is a war hero. He's such a straight-talking guy. Like, what an honorable man. He got his, both of his arms broken in Vietnam. Which, like, yeah, that also happened, but... Nobody was kind of willing to sort of talk about the fact that he was, you know, using this sort of language in mixed company about his wife. So she had called him at one point because, you know, it had like one of those, you know, sort of cream colored phones that was in the seat that like, you know, and it was like, oh, that fucking cunt and just hung it down. And I was like, and I looked around at all these like, you know, assembled reporters thinking everyone was going to be like. You know, and it was just, just like... just killed his old presidential campaign there in one word. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, fingers are furiously, you know, sten- sending stenos back to, you know, the bureaus. Nobody, these all, like, grizzled dudes were like, yeah, she sounds like kind of a cop. <laughs> you know? So I was like, I gotta, I gotta switch. I gotta get out of here. I don't like this. 
and like sort of the serious answer about that is like I kind of I you know naively thought that political journalism was going to be a way to you know encounter the world and make things better and truly truly not to like um you know take us out of the moment in 2008 hearing the c word on the back of the straight talk express in nashua new hampshire which is not where anybody wants to be hearing anything um but you know uh, eventually i was kind of like well politics is torched like i gotta get out of this maybe sports might actually be a way for us to get into something that's a little bit more meaty and meaningful and kind of sneak in some politics and values you know what i mean yeah just just the last one on the john mccain one um <laughs> i mean did you try to report it did you did, was it just obvious from the the tenor of inside that that's an off the record remark here you know it, it was obvious but also i did send a okay. note because we were sort of filing um like you'll see even now like uh, whoever follows the presidential pool they'll they'll file reports like here we are we landed at blah 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 air force base you know the and they'll t- sort of take turns sending back the like kind of meta narrative and um i was working alongside another gem of a human named mark halperin do you guys ever remember mark halperin he's another like cable news blowhard so just like the best the best people are in political journalism i can't believe you left political journalism <laughs> I literally have a question here. So why did you step away? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the crazy thing is, and I hate to be like this person, but the crazy thing is, and thank God I didn't cover 2016 because it truly would have like murdered any optimism I had left in my soul. But these were all the dudes who were like, Hillary could never win. Everyone hates women. You're like, or do you just hate women? And you're in charge. Like, what are we doing here? Like, these systems sort of keep perpetuating. When you tried to report it, what was the response? Oh, it was just immediately shut down. Mark was like, I was there. It didn't happen. Oh. Okay. It's like, cool, Mark Halperin. <laughs> Thanks nice. a lot. That guy's got a great career going, so why don't you Google him after this and you can see, uh, you can see what he's gotten up to. How did tennis come back into things then? <laughs> I, was I, think ca- we need to, I think we need to talk tennis again yeah, for yeah, a moment. Yeah. The, straight, the, the Straight Talk Express. Oh, mm. my. That sounds like an awful, <laughs> awful place. Yep. The best Republican we've seen before or since as well, Owen. Uh, lest we forget, for yeah. uh, for all his faults yeah. and failings, you know, he was still the best of us. What a great insight yeah. into how that all works, Caitlin Gapes. Oh, she was just amazing in person. I think we're already figuring out how we can get her over to mm. Dublin later in the year. Is that uh, correct? Don't, don't worry on, uh, on the... Um, the wheels are in motion, you know, things are being put in place. Uh, you know, I don't want to make any hasty promises. The McCarthy rule and all that. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of all the action in New York City, we still found time to play out our interview with Leinster coach Stuart Lancaster, who has had no small amount of influence on the current success of the national team as well. With the Scotland game coming up this weekend, we talked to him about similarities between Ireland's attacking approach and that of Lancaster's team. I think if you watched Leinster play for the last seven years, you'd have seen, you'd have seen that. You know, Absolutely, that, that, yeah. That's that style of rugby. You know, we, we regularly score 100 plus tries a season. Um, so I don't think it's, it's new to to Ireland. I don't think it's new to Leinster. Um, I do think there was a big trend, or there is a big trend in certain countries over data and uh, analytics and statistics, and that in order to win games, you you need to kick the ball more. Mm. Um, now, if, if you're talking about the science of coaching and the art of coaching, then I'm on the art of coaching side. And my philosophy personally would be to right. Let's see space. Let's attack space. And it doesn't matter where on the field we're gonna we're gonna play from. Because if there's space, then then we need to, to develop skills at the framework and the scanning, the decision making, all the things we've talked about, and play to that space. Now it could be space between defenders, space in the backfield, space on the edge. Um, but there's always space. 
you know. And um, but I would say a lot of countries, certainly, there's de definitely trends in certain countries where it's based on the kick meters, winning the kick battles, playing the percentages. Um, the perception being that South Africa won the World Cup like that in 2019, which actually isn't true because they played more rugby than England did in the in the um, in the final. Um, but that's the perception. So then everyone started to mirror that, and and you know in in, in Ireland, I don't think they did that. Um, Italy have obviously cottoned onto it. Scotland have always had that mindset anyway. Gregor Townsend would always have been like that as a coach. I think what Scotland have done differently, they've got a stronger defensive system now. So it's all very well having a great you know, attacking mindset, but if you can't defend, you know you score two, concede three. Um, yeah. But I think they've I think they've they've fixed that up. You know, so there's a better balance in their team. Um, so yeah, the trick for Ireland is to stay ahead. Um, but there's no doubt that they're on the right track. Um, but you've got to have the to play that way. You've got to have the athletes, you know. And my my view was always when I came to Leinster, we're not going to have the biggest genetically team in the world, but we can be the fastest, the fittest, the most dynamic. Um, and and so our training, the way in which we condition the players, the way in which um, they work in their off season, the pre season, it's not to get bigger and stronger; it's just to get faster and fitter. Mm. Um, and I think that definitely uh, helps. You know, if you want to play a territory um, possession based game, then you're going to have a gigantic pack with it with a fantastic maul and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And I don't think. A team, a country like Ireland has that has that genetic profile. So, and, and Lens is the same because you know we rely on homegrown talent. Yeah, and another theme of that athletic profile Ireland has at the moment is just how good we've looked in the sort of final 10, 15 minutes of the last three Six Nations games, scoring these multi-phase tries and kind of outworking, outfighting our opponent to look what what looked like easy tries by the end, but we've just seemed to have destroyed the opposition's resolve and levels of fitness. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, like we would do one of the fitness tests that we did at the start of the year. Um, uh, it's a Bronco. So it's um, 20 metres out, 20 metres out and back, 40 out and back, 60 out and back. That's one. You do five sets. Uh, each 20, 40, 60 takes about a minute, you know, so you're aiming to get under five minutes. And I reckon if you put the Bronco scores of every team out there, then they would stack very well in in – Leinster and Ireland's favour. Um, do other countries not recognise this pattern, though? And do they not just come up with a plan to do something similar? Gatlin used to say he'd the fittest team as well. He did. <laughs> um, but, that, that, that's all you're saying yeah, but, 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 there's, but there's, there's evidence. I mean, obviously, they had a good team. You know, back in the day when they were they were playing well, um, they had a good mm. team and they, they, they probably were fit. You know, this is... You know, we're talking when? Um, between 2012, 2015, maybe slightly later. Um, yeah. But we're in 2023 now. Um, uh, so, um, so yeah, maybe, maybe teams do see. But how, how do you uh, how do you catch up? Because well, you can try and catch up, but everyone, you know, the trick is to stay ahead. You know, and as the bowling player time rises, hopefully, you know, through a more attractive game, to play to space more, etc., 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 skill levels improve. Then, then it's very hard to do. You know, to change to change that. Um, to to catch up when you've you don't you don't miraculously make players fitter in six weeks. You know um, there's other there's other issues that need to be addressed in terms of the 
the mental side of things, the mindset of wanting to play to space, the technical side of the game in terms of the um, the skill set, the framework, the decision making, scanning. You know, you can't just say, right, we're going to play faster rugby and expect it to work because. If that was the case, then every time you put a Barbarians team out and said, run it around from everywhere, then they'd win. But they don't anymore, do they, in yeah. the modern game? Because you've got 15 players who are good defenders now, and it's a lot easier to organise defence. So you've got to have really subtle ways to break down modern defences, and I don't think it's that easy to do. So coaches often revert to, well, the safer option is to kick the ball and we'll play a slower possession, territory-based game. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What does it look like? A turtle, is it? Yobs. There's an incredible podcast on at the moment produced by the second captains. Biggest load of bollocks. The second captain's show in Ireland. We're now getting to that point now where we are inspiring. The second captain's podcast. Pretty much we've done for the last 20 years. Be role models to kids. Hey Pat, do you want to split? Back at the Brass Monkey, Ken went deep into the fallout from Liverpool 7, Man United nil. Big horse, yeah, uh, hitting the Anfield, touching the Anfield sign as he walked out. Well, it's the fifth I mean, apology. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Manchester United fan. You know, I, 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 I'm not shouting for blood. I just want his contract cancelled. That's all, Ken. <laughs> well, he had to. He put out like a wall of text apology. Um, for this, because he he was seen touching the thing, yes, and then it was like, oh wow, he's a Liverpool fan, <laughs> and then it was like he was sabotaging. Does, it does seem a, he's the enemy within? Yeah, it did, did seem a bit of a leap. Well, normally I never react on media topics, but for this one, it's worth it because you amazing at Manchester United fans, mm-hmm. yep, are important to me. Present. So I just want to clarify the video that is doing the rounds from the national team. I know that Virgil always touches that sign. The only intention I had was to stop him touching it and wind him up before the game. Did he stop him touching it? I'm not. As a child, I always supported FC Twente. As a proud player, now for Manchester United, my dedication to this incredible club can never be questioned. Sunday was a terrible day for all of us. We were putting everything into making it right in the next weeks. We will bounce back together and achieve our aims this season. Love heart mm-hmm. emoji. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean... I mean- Honestly, this is kind of doing a bit of a favor, maybe, uh, rather than talking about his uh, his play. I don't know why he's there. Yeah. I don't really get it. Well, a second. A bit, a bit no. a week ago, it's, oh, he's a great foil for Marcus Rashford yeah, you, and all you this stuff. And now they, 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 they get hammered seven in. It's like, oh, he's actually a yeah. lanky piece of... Yeah. Well, like, why why play him as a midfielder? Like, he's not. You know, he, the the interesting thing about the game, I mean, we, we were talking about this game after the game, mm. like immediately after it. And it's actually a lot easier when you can talk about it the next day. Mm. 
because you've got more time to sort of think about it and watch what's what actually happened. Yeah. Um, as opposed to just going, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking hell. And what the, the one thing about it is is uh, that the man marking system, United's man marking system, really got completely destroyed, and that's going to be a problem for them. Well, I mean, it's not necessarily going to be a problem. I mean, I'm sure they're going to play a lot better, but everyone else is going to try and do exactly what happened there. You know, they're going to have to change that or figure out how to cope with it because every time, uh, you know, the ball was with Alison, uh, Anthony would leave. Basically, Andy Robertson was, was free. I'm like, you don't want him to be free. Yeah. Um, not everyone has a goalkeeper who can pass easily to, hit, you know, the fullback or fullback because it's dangerous, but like, this was the this was the problem and then you know fred the players man marking other players following them around the pitch thinking okay well if you're going to follow me i'm going to bring you all the way over here where now there's a, massive, there's a huge space on that side of the team so like that's going to be a um i mean it's not as though this is the first time this has happened to united this is a similar thing happened with city but it was so graphic um that it's going to be um, is that actually an easy fix though potentially well, not if you want to keep the man-marking system. I mean, I suppose you can tweak it or you can say, well, in certain situations, you don't just, you know, abandon your position, you know. And, but, yeah, it's... Um, it's a, I'd love to be able to illustrate this um, with, some, <laughs> with some visuals. But the Ten Hag, I'm sure Eric Ten Hag has reacted in a nice, calm manner. Wouldn't be well, landing his players in the shoot. Yeah, I mean, it was all this, like, oh, he's how, how will he punish them this time, you know? But he did, apparently he didn't. He... Uh, uh, there was, oh, Eric Ten Hag is going to send them to the psychologist. Um, but uh, as though this was a punishment. But uh, it doesn't seem as though that is, yeah. He just, they just reviewed the game. No. Oh, I, thought, yeah, I thought they had sent them all. No, it was, psychologist. That was fake, a rumor. fake news. So. Ah, jeepers. What about the Liverpool side of things? How much of a launch pad is this? For, uh, it seems that there are quite a few Liverpool fans in the house tonight. Um, I mean, it's obviously... <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> this I mean, is like I, asking Ken for a prediction. Ken does not like talking about what's going to happen in the future. So, Ken, how impressed were you by Liverpool's seven 0 win in the past? Well, there? it's like <laughs> I mean, Klopp said after the, the the you know after the game, he said, "Well, we beat Bournemouth nine 0 What happened in the next game? Actually, they beat Newcastle two one in the next game, but um, it wasn't. They didn't play very well and haven't played well for months. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like they're they're generally going a bit better in the last while. I mean. Is it a coincidence that it's from Thiago's injury? I mean, I hate saying that. You always defended that. him. Well, I think he's brilliant. I mean, because your mate, Kenny Cunningham. My big mate, Kenny. Some yeah, of the, some of the abuse that he puts out on the national well, he airways. He says stuff like he's stealing a living as a footballer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mild criticisms take, like you that. Take that. You could take that any number of ways. It's really. constructive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said that twice, that phrase twice, in one halftime analysis a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, which which was a lot. I mean, because I think he is he's an amazing player, but I just don't know if he's necessarily the right player for that team. And there was that kind of weird statistic about every time um, Elliot, who I haven't really been super impressed by so far, although he was good on Sunday, um, Fabinho and Henderson play, then it was something like you know, there was four wins, 21 goals, two conceded, or I can't remember. The, but like they, mm. they beat Bournemouth 9-0, they beat Rangers 7-1, they beat United 7-0, they beat Ajax 3-0. You know, so these are like... Oh, that sounds like a pretty good idea then. Really, seems like it? that yeah. works. And they'd only played together five times or started mm. together five times. So I think that might happen again. You want to keep that, you want to keep that combination fresh. You, know, you don't want to overdo it. Mm. You can win too many points in the league too. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you can get greedy. I have to say I enjoyed the Lissandro Martinez video that you sent me yesterday. 
It's like about a minute and a half of Martinez. Well, this is, I mean, this is the, the thing about Man United uh, is that they do struggle to stay humble. You know, like they don't. I've, is there any other club that that mints sort of cult heroes as quickly, like instantly, as Manchester United? Uh, well, a, a certain cartoon of Brendan Rodgers does come to mind, Ken. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this meme from the 2014 season. But that was after that was that was nearly two seasons in. You know when they when they started thinking maybe he was seeing the ghost Brent, of Paisley Brendan Rodgers. Brendan Rodgers is at the bottom left hand corner of the meme, uh, and he's like on Earth. And then there's a cloud in the top right hand screen, and it's uh, Bill Shankly and Bob Paisley. And Brendan Rodgers is looking towards this guy, and he's going, "How am I doing? Uh, what is the boss. gap? How am I doing, boss?" And it's like you're about to blow the league in the most hilarious fashion of all time. And surely you know that this meme is helping that process along massively. Like the idea that this meme exists in the world basically means you're screwed. Yeah. I mean, have you heard the Martinez song? Uh, Tiptoe. Yes. Tiptoe through the kitbox with a pickaxe and a sawn-off shotgun. It's to no limits. Yeah. Yeah. Tiptoe through the cop pens with a cleaver. He's from Argentina. So... Uh, this is the this is the song. So this is Ken's going to sing out the show tonight. With his reputation, his reputation is is big and bloody, uh, and ferocious. And well, just uh, as well because so it's, it's taken know, a bit of a knock over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, he he will hope that there are some brownie points in the bank. Yeah, I mean, if, if you if you if you consider, say, um, what's happened to Trent Alexander Arnold. Uh, you know, and his inability to fan and discourse, which is like a whole section of the internet at this stage. You know, like that's you know the thing that happens. The trend plays by It's like here's some trend hate we found on 4chan. Let's <laughs> let's just do. Let's just uh, imagine what would happen to him if he was to play as badly as Martinez did just once. Imagine if <laughs> imagine if just once he played that badly. Well, it did How? happen to Martinez. That's the point. There's a video showing every play Martinez was involved in one mm. more embarrassing than the last, and it does happen to United players as well because that that was a real Harry Maguire style video. Like you know, see Harry Maguire kind of just see. looks more ungainly when it happens to him. Well, you he's know, got longer to fall. So, like, I mean, his fall takes like three times longer than Martinez's fall. So M- Martinez had gotten up and fallen over again in the time it would have taken Maguire to fall over once. And Harry Maguire, so, actually, you know, he, he has, he has quite an oranges. expressive face as well. Yeah, you know? yeah, perpetually he, he, he worried. Show, he's kind of drawn and, and he looks yeah. guilty and hunted. Like, you know, someone's going to find out my secret. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> uh, what's your secret, Harry? Mar- Martinez has got that sort of, you know, yeah. well, I don't know what he's thinking. Yeah, I mean, I won the World Cup is probably something along <laughs> those lines. I would say, I, 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 I certainly, if I was a Sandro Martinez, I, I, I would, you know, I, I would hope that I would be forgiven for thinking, you know, in the midst of all these memes, you know. I do have a World Cup medal, so, you know, swings and roundabouts. That's football, isn't it? It is yeah. true about the cult hero thing. The Casemiro, we touched on it in the podcast on Sunday. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's in the Jonathan Northcroft. There were so many articles about Casemiro in the last week or so, but the greatest human being. The best ever signing said, since Cantona. Yeah, but also there was, the stories that are told to illustrate this, apparently, I think it was the Northcroft one. I don't want to do, do him a disservice if it wasn't in this, but one of the anecdotes was, uh, or the indicators that he was made of the right stuff was how he was paraded at Old Trafford. Apparently, the body language he was showing when he was walking around. And oh. the fact, also, the fact that he walked over to Roy Keane and gave him a hug was like, told all United fans, this is the kind of Understands guy that's going to succeed at Understands it's the history. Bonkers stuff. Like, yeah, now, he is yeah, a very yeah. good player. Very no, he, was ex- he was exposing all his kill points. <laughs> swagger, swaggering around, and it's like all the, all the main veins are... are uh, <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I mean, that was, you know. Uh, I think I, 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 you're I writing an article about someone and you mentioned his body language. You're like, yeah, well, body this language, is bullshit. I use the phrase body language. Trump is always lines. going on about body language. You know, he's saying he's a fraud. Well, I, I, you know, there's a lot of Liverpool fans in here. I don't, I, I don't feel comfortable <laughs> answering that question right now, Ken. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, the, the, to be fair, in the Johnson, I did end up reading the, I was like, what's this all about? And it was about like, uh, when, when he said it was the best signing since cancer, first of all, that was kind of in the headline. The supporter who said but, it, I think. But yeah, and it was kind of, um, and it was to do with the overall sort of influence. So, I mean, because obviously the thing you think is, well, does anyone remember Ronaldo played for Man United and for, you know, he was, I'd say he was quite good, you know, a good signing. Um, but it was more to do with the way that he's kind of changed the, I mean, he basically is now the most important person in the, in the dressing room, which has completely taken it away. I mean, Miguel was talking about this when we were talking to him last week, where you used to have, you know, Solskjaer and his main guys were like Harry Maguire, uh, Shaw, maybe Bruno, I'm not, you know, but, now it's essentially Casemiro and Martinez are just the two main guys, and everyone, you know, Maguire isn't isn't part of the team anymore, effectively. And it's, and so this has kind of changed the atmosphere. So that's I think what he what he meant. But obviously he played really badly, and I mean he will play badly if they force him to play every three days between now and the end of the season. You're going to see a lot more bad games from Casemiro because like you know he is th- he's 31, like so. Yeah. Yeah, maybe once, once, a w- once or twice a week, really, not three times. I should say, Murph Kane was just living his best life over in New York, entertaining the crowd, being brought to tears by a Van Gogh painting at one of the many museums he visited. It was, it was a, a, a short trip, but a yeah, fulfilling really, one. For he really went the extra mile. I mean, you know, as he explained yesterday, it was yeah. a lot to do with uh, severe sleep deprivation and jet lag. But nevertheless, he did get up and get out there. You know, not for <laughs> Ken, just idly sitting in a pub for 20 hours a day drinking pints and you know in general behaving like a rat like i mean sure like maybe 10 hours a day but not 20 on and that's the difference between ken and us yeah. you know you need to you need to understand we're that. happy to see you have no to see you need to understand that he's a different man yeah, no, to us ken he, he he works in a his mind works in a different way i know you were just happy to see big vout get his redemption there last night something we talk about in today's second captain's podcast it's a or yesterday's, the days. This is what happens when you come back from a trip. Yes. Yeah. No, today's, indeed. Today's. How could we have talked about something that happened last night in a podcast yesterday's that went out yesterday, yesterday that afternoon? Way. Listen, our that's, production team are good, pretty but much they're impossible. not that good. <laughs> they're pretty good. These guys can work some things. They can do some edits. But no, yeah. we're going to be talking about Vout in today's podcast with World Service members scoring he goal. Was very happy with himself, wasn't he? Very yeah, happy. Accordingly, yeah. Yeah, he really was. I mean, and the, the fourth goal in a 4-1 win in, you know the Europa League on a Thursday night in March. But listen, you know, fair be it for me. It was a, it was a big goal and a big week personally for the big man. Thanks, Murph. Thank you, Owen. Don't forget to join up to the Second Captains podcast for a fiver a month plus fat on secondcaptains.com. And of course, the podcast is part of the ACAST. The ACAST Creator, Creator Network, Owen. The, the ACAST Network. Creator Network. ACAST Creator Network. Network Network. ACAST Creator Network. That's the second time it's gone off. Never go home. They never go home. They never go home. Those 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 boys. The second captain's world service. It is not war and death and famine. It's not that at all. It's the opposite of that. It's to persuade the world outside of that. That's why sports important. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 